If you're not in the present moment, then where are you living? Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Being, let's talk about it. Now, what does that mean? You've probably heard a phrase that I've used before, and that is be before you become. Then you may have heard some other people say you just need to be or live in the present moment or be in the present. What does that all mean? Well, it is really important to just be in the present moment, and most people suck at it. Having worked with tens of thousands of people and as having been someone who lives in the present moment, I sucked at it. But when you don't live in the present moment, you're never really living. You're always living in a fantasy or you're living in the past. So when someone lives in the past, they're always rehashing the past. When someone lives in a fantasy, they're always comparing what's happening now to some future state. But it really means that you're never going to get the best out of yourself. So being is super important to the way you operate and to the way you live as an individual. So I'm going to give you some examples. Most people, they wake up in the morning and they're already stressed out. Now, are they stressed out about their day and what's happened? Or are they stressed out basing today on a comparison of the past? Now, it's probably the past. Because if you wake up and you're going, oh, shit, we've got money problems. Those money problems were yesterday's problems and maybe the day before problems. They're not today problems yet. You haven't even got out of bed yet. But people stress about something that happened in the past and then pull it into today and then wonder why they're consistently distracted. When you do that, your mindset becomes preoccupied on something that you can't control or something that may have happened in the past. Now, maybe you can control money. You probably can't though. And I'm going to give you an example as to why. When I talk about being in the past, normally normally what will happen is that if we think about something that we already know, it's a past reference. It's a memory. So when you're a kid growing up, if your parents fight or argue about money, or maybe you didn't have a lot of money, or maybe you were like me and got called POV, one of the kids at school used to call me POV, which is short for poverty because my parents didn't have a lot of money and I always had the, you know, the cheap shoes. And so that there had an impact on my thinking. So growing up, I thought the money was going to be a solution to not being judged and not being criticized. So I would work really, really hard, but when I would get money, I would go and buy shit. Now, I would buy stuff, not for myself, but to impress other people. So I would go and buy nice shoes. I'd go and buy nice clothes. I would go and have a nice car or own a nice car. And I was always chasing something. The thing that I thought that I was chasing was money, but I wasn't chasing money. I was chasing appreciation. I was chasing respect. I was chasing self-validation. Like I wanted to be validated that I was worthy or worth something in life. The problem was though that I wasn't living my life. I was living somebody else's life based on what had happened back in the past. This kid here called me Pov. So from my life, my life became a reaction to him. So I was essentially trying to impress him without realizing it. It was an unconscious pattern. The famous psychiatrist Carl Jung said that until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life and you call it fate. Now, what did he mean by that? Until your unconscious thoughts, the thoughts that you're unaware of that drive the majority of your behaviors, until they become brought to the surface so you can pay attention and change them, you'll just call it fate. So you'll just think that those things are things that you do and they're things that happen. And I would say right now, 
You, your whole life is running off of these unconscious thoughts without even realizing it. Your reactions, your behaviors, your self-sabotage, your, your great results that you're getting, most of them are unconscious patterns. This is why some people do really well financially and others don't. Because some people brought up with the right type of environment to trigger them to get ahead financially. Now, some of the people that I've worked with do amazing financially and they've never learned, they've never read. They just do stuff and they achieve great results financially. But they screw up other areas of their life. So their health might be bad. Their relationship or their intimate relationships horrible. Their family you know, is horrible. Their communication skills suck. But they just have this one area where they were in the right environment to trigger them to think, act, and behave or, or, or be emotional about a certain topic, which then they drive really, really hard for and get great results. Some people do the same in, in the gym. Some people just have great results in the gym. I mean, they work hard. But why does somebody work hard and the other person gives up? Right, it normally comes down to our childhood and these, these impacts from past experience. So the challenge that we have is that the majority of our actions, our behaviors, our thoughts, our emotions, and our energy are based on these past influences that maybe we don't even know are controlling us. And so when this person wakes up in the morning, they're stressed, they're waking up based on something that happened yesterday or in the past. Now, if they're, if they're in a financial situation, that stress about the financial situation probably isn't a current stress. It's probably something that happened when they were a child growing up. Let's say their parents argued, there was arguing in the house. Maybe their pet, maybe their dad or their mum left because of that financial argument. So now they've attached this unconscious meaning that when there's financial problems, it means self-destruction and it means the destruction of a family. Without even knowing that, this is an unconscious pattern. And so now they've got this little financial issue. Maybe they maybe they need to pay, I don't know, a thousand bucks. The car just broke down. They need to pay a thousand bucks. But they're acting as though their family is being torn apart, which makes them feel stressed, unsafe, fearful, rejected, without them even knowing that that's the trigger. But that was the trigger from their childhood. So that's the past. The other thing that happens is once when you have thoughts about the past or a memory of the past, it has to counterbalance with ideas from the future. So when someone has, let's say, we'll go back to money again, let's say that person has a pattern from their childhood where their parents split up and they used to argue about money. And the child now thinks that money is the solution to having a good family and a good life. Because if we look at inverse thinking, my parents split up because, and, and this is just an example, my parents split up because they argued about money all the time. Dad couldn't take it, so dad left. That now means that that's the destruction of a family. You know, I, I had this split weird relationship with my family you know, there was this always this heavy criticism between my mom and my dad. So essentially, money wrecks families. And this is an unconscious belief. What will happen then is you create a counterbalancing thought. And that counterbalancing thought is the opposite to that way of thinking from your past. So you now have a future goal, an ideal. That future ideal is if I can just make enough money and I can get ahead financially and I can be financially safe, that means that my family is now safe and I can have a great family. But anytime money is threatened or challenged, the first reaction that's going to happen is the same feeling and the reaction that you had as a child when your family separated and it's going to feel like absolute destruction of the family and the home. So just remember that anytime we have a past, a past experience, it automatically creates a future ideal or a future, I guess you could say dream in the way that things should be. This also might be the pattern. I got picked on as being fat as a kid. Therefore, 
in my future, if I'm not fat and I have great abs and I look a certain way, I won't be judged or rejected. So now there's the ideal. This is what body image issues are caused from. Most psychologists and most people that work in the mental health industry don't even understand this. Is that anytime we have these past experiences that aren't dealt with, they create a future response of an ideal or of a perfect scenario. Then what happens is the current person, the you right now in this moment, then starts to fear the problem of the past, but then thinks that the solution is this ideal or this fantasy in the future. This is also the reason why most people want financial freedom is because most families, most people, especially in the lower or the lower middle class, have a really bad relationship with money. This is also why I tell everybody, money is a mind game. If you want to get rich, come to my events, right? If you want to get ahead financially, come to my events because you've got to shift your thinking. So most middle class and most lower middle class or lower class have a really poor relationship with money. Because of that and their childhood experiences that they grow up in, they then create a fantasy about money being the solution to all their problems in the future. Now, logically, they know that that's not true, but their reactions and the way that they think about things in life are based around the fear of not having money and the fantasy of having enough money to be free. Okay, and that's what they think. So most people work hard in order to get to this position in the future where if I have enough money, I can retire and I'll be safe or I can retire and I can be comfortable or I can get ahead financially and I'm going to have a lot more ease and life's going to be more simple, which by the way, it never is. It never is. But most people in the lower, lower middle class all think that money is a solution to their financial problems and their stress and their frustration, their worry and their concern. And it's not. It just amplifies everything, but they don't know that. So then most people think that they want to have financial freedom in the future without realizing that it also creates a financial trap. But it's actually based on their past. Are you ready to raise your standards, achieve more, and stay accountable like never before? My brand new Dominate program is designed to give you year-round accountability and keep you consistently winning. Inside, you'll get epic trainings in mindset, wealth, health, and relationships, plus weekly group coaching calls to combat inconsistency and to stop you falling off the bandwagon. No more trial and error, no more going through the motions, no more feeling unfulfilled at the end of your year. Just a chance to be your best, do your best and to dominate. No locking contracts, cancel anytime. Join now via the link in the description or at michaelmojo.com. So now what I want to talk about is how do you just be present in the moment? Well, that is that you have to control your thoughts. You have to keep breaking these patterns because every pattern that you have from your past that isn't dealt with makes your brain swing between past fears and future fantasies. And this is why when I talk to people online and they say things like, you know, Michael, I just want financial freedom. I'm like, ah, there's a past that they were trapped in. Money was a, a source of problems for them in the past. When someone says to me, you know, if I just looked this way, that's all I want. Like, I just want to look a certain way. Like, I want to have big muscles. I want to be shredded. I want to, I know that that has to do with a body image issue that they had from when they were a child. I also know that when it could be a woman, a woman says, you know, if I look this certain way, then I'll feel better about myself. Then they won't feel better about themselves, but they maybe in the past, they compared themselves to others or they were judged for the way that they looked. So now they're using all these different cosmetics and, and things like that to try and change the way they look because it changes the way they feel about themselves. Now, by the way, none of this is good or bad because we all have drivers and you will never get rid of all of them. But what will happen is eventually it will just cause you to stay stuck at a level. So when someone comes to me and their business is stuck at a level, it's because they have past fears that are driving their behaviors 
and future fantasies about business growth. That normally keeps them stuck at a level. When you remove the fear and the fantasy, it pops that pattern. It's actually called in, in psychology, Sigmund Freud called this impulse and instinct. Impulse is stuff we move towards and makes us impulsive. When we're impulsive, we want more of that thing. Normally, impulses are driven from fears. So when we have fears, we create impulses. The impulses balance out the fear. So that's why every time we're in a negative state, we crave a positive state. And that might come through food. It might come through alcohol. It might come through drugs. It might come through buying things. But when we do that, it reinforces the fear. And then it keeps this, it keeps us stuck in this cycle. So the important thing is, is that every morning when you wake up, you've got to bring yourself back into the present moment. And throughout the day, you're going to have these thoughts and these ideas that are going to pull you out of being present. So right now, when I'm recording this podcast, I'm not thinking about the future and I'm not thinking about the past. I plan for the future, but then I forget about it. And what I focus on is my daily actions, my daily behaviors, the daily things that I need to work on to make sure that I become a better person because better people produce better results. It's really that simple. Whereas people who feel like they're the worst produce worse results. So your job is to make sure that you're wiring yourself each and every day through your thoughts, through your emotions, through your energy, and through your actions to become the person who deserves the results that you want in your life. Then when you do that, you start acting, thinking, feeling in a way that you'll keep working towards the things that you want, but you've got to be present. I can't deal with something that might happen next week, right? It might happen. I can't go back and change the past. Now, if most people are spending their whole entire lives thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, thinking about what happened last week, the more you do that, the less present you are, right? And you're going to feel stuck. The only way you'll get yourself present is by bringing yourself into your emotions. And this is why there's a lot of people out there who are depressed, anxious, stressed out, frustrated, because in the moment you go, oh shit, I feel this way. And your feelings are bringing you back to that moment. They're bringing you back to feel something in this moment because you're trapped in your head. The more trapped in your head you are, the more you're going to keep coming and relying upon your emotions to come back to the present. But that doesn't mean you're operating effectively. If you can be present without the emotions, then you can see life for what it is and you can keep taking action to achieve. So meditation is a way of doing that. A lot of people talk about meditation. I personally don't do a lot of it because I think there are better ways. My Thrive Time event is so much better than, than using meditation. So that's a better way of, of becoming more present. The other way that you do it is you start training yourself every day to stay present. So every time your mind goes to the future, you remind yourself, it's great that I'm thinking about that, but hey, I'm here now doing this, so let's focus on this. If I need to write down something that I need to deal with, I write it down and I come back to now. So I normally have a notepad next to me. If I need to do something, I'll write it on the notepad and then I get back to what I'm doing now. And then later on, I plan and then I execute again. So the more you can plan, the more you can create a strategy in your business and in your life, the easier it is because you're planning for the future and now you can just live in the moment and get on with shit. Versus most people don't write anything down. They don't plan stuff. They don't have an effective success map. They don't have a clear business strategy or a business plan. So they're always bouncing between, shit, I got to get that done in the future. I got to get that done next week. I got to get that done. Oh no, I got to pay those bills. And so they're always thinking about the future, which then throws them back into thinking about the past. Oh man, we fucked up that job. Oh, I didn't, that didn't happen. Oh, I forgot that. And so there's this consistent reactivity to their thoughts, which then make them more anxious, more stressed out, more tired, more burnt out and frustrated right now in the moment, trying to get them to be more present because it's pulling them into their emotions. But then at the same time, they're just bouncing back out into the future again and then going back to the past, back to the future, back to the past. And their emotions are screaming at them because they're not present. Not a great way of living. 
So deal with your past, plan your future, be present in the moment. That's going to be the greatest way that you're going to operate because you make good decisions when you're present. When you're thinking about something else and you're thinking about the future or you're thinking about the past, you're not present. You're not going to make good decisions in the moment. That's how I work with a lot of CEOs and a lot of directors. Like people ask me, they're like, so when someone pays you a really good amount of money to work with them one-on-one, what do you do with them? I'm like, most of the time, not much. Because people who are struggling in life and, and have hit rock bottom, they have a lot of work to do. So you've, as a coach, I have to work so hard with those people to just even get the most minimal results. Whereas when you're at a high level, it's not about the big results. It's about the little results. And now it's like driving down a highway. If you're doing 200 kilometers an hour on a freeway, you don't want to turn the steering wheel too fast or else you'll fly off and crash and, and kill everything. The same thing happens when you're a CEO or a director of a company or you're growing your business. You don't want to make big moves really, really quick because you'll flip everything. And unfortunately, that's what happens when people go from startup to scale. When they're in startup, it's a highly reactive environment. You're trying to figure out product to market fit. You're trying to go hard. You're going fast. You're reacting to everything. But as you start bringing on more stuff, if you keep doing that, you're, you're eventually going to keep crashing the car and then wondering why you're crashing. Now, that's a metaphor. You're essentially going to keep crashing your business. Okay, You will lose staff. It'll become more frustrating. You, you'll churn through cash. Whereas if you do it the smarter way, that is you have a coach like me who understands the different levels of business growth. You understand the difference between playing as a high performer versus someone who keeps hitting rock bottom and is stressed out and burnt out. They're different. They're two different people, right? That doesn't mean that high level can't be burnt out, stressed and tired. But what it means is, you know, someone who's an alcoholic who has lost everything, their mental and emotional patterns and, and the things that are going to help them get to the next level are completely different than a high level person who is super driven. Super driven people aren't lazy. They have an issue with rest. They have an issue with recovery. They have an issue with giving themselves the space to think through things. Someone at a low level is normally the complete opposite. They're normally lazy, they're frustrated, they're tired, they're burnt out, and they're, they're not doing much. So they need the opposite advice. But anyway, coming back to being present, with those high-level people, it's just making sure that they stay in the moment and they don't get too reactive because the more reactive they get, the more likely they are to crash their business or to cause problems in their own, in their own company. What you want is you want someone who's thinking effectively. Now, if this works for high-level people and you're not there yet, you probably want to start thinking like that right now. It'll help a lot. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. And I appreciate everyone who's rated and reviewed this podcast. It means a lot to me. Every person who's rated and reviewed this podcast, we get out to more people. Also remember sharing's caring. Let other people know about this podcast as well. It's for Driven Mofos and people who want more out of life. So just remember to share it on your socials or let other people know about it. Anyway, take care, keep kicking ass, and I'll see you on the next episode.